0: Hmm, hello everyone, and welcome. This is Nurel Carter Quinlan from the Saltwater Songlines podcast. And today I'm sitting with my dear friend and colleague, Stephanie Gottlob, who's based mainly in the United States of America. And I encountered Stephanie actually because we were both going to be doing a presentation on the embodiment conference and somebody had told me about your work, Stephanie, in terms of the way that you lived in a van and you travelled around and immersed yourself in these different biomes. And that just ignited my curiosity and I thought, oh, I really want to talk with this person about what that experience is like. Um, and so that's why i reached out and made that initial contact was my curiosity about your immersion in these different biomes and you know you've recently been to a couple of marine biomes so first of all i just want to say welcome and thank you so much for being here with me to talk about my <laughs> favorite biome
1: I'm excited to be here and to talk to you about it for sure
0: Mm. so i'll just let folk know a little bit more um you've been to 10 biomes and you spend four to eight weeks immersing in each biome and your principal ways of exploring that biome in your own felt sense is movement improvisation creative process and somatic experiences and Your work often finds its expression in video and still photography um, and natural soundscapes. So, um, yeah, and I love reading your write-ups that you send me of your experiences because, you know, it really helps me distill my own experience and articulate it in the places that I walk and make images. And you've helped me become so conscious of, well, what is it you actually do, Narelle? And (laughs) How do you do that? What does that look like? So, um, yeah. So just, you know, I thought, as I've said to you, I want to do this a little bit differently to how I normally do. And as I sat with what I might want to ask you, it was really clear to me that I needed to speak with you through the voice of the ocean, Is like the ocean herself was tapping me on the shoulder saying, Excuse me, I'm going to ask the questions. <laughs> okay. Um, but before we begin that, um, that section, I just wanted to say, can you share with people where you have been recently in the the different marine environments that you've been in. I know you've been in Mexico and you've been up in Maine. Um, I'd like to just hear a little bit of background about where you've been and what you were doing there.
1: Okay. Um, The first marine biome uh, I uh, chose to go to was Baja in Mexico. And and I was on uh, some on the Pacific side and some on the um, Sea of Cortez side. Okay, so one's more like surfing and harder waves, and the other side is more calm. So I spent time there in my truck camper, living on the beach and exploring both sides. I then went to Maine, and this is called the Bold Coast, which is more the northern part of Maine, and that's northern Atlantic. And that was a lot more height from, you know, that has big rocky cliffs. And so there was a lot of, um, Observing and looking at it from the tops of the cliffs, um, and then I went to Yucatan Peninsula, and this is Atlantic. Uh, it's the Caribbean Sea, and this is where I explored reef and through scuba diving. Mm. So I tried to I, I tried to get sort of different manifestations or expressions of marine as much as I could within uh, you know my time and. In North America. So those were the three areas.
0: Yeah, they're quite different. Um, quite different expressions of that blue body.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And quite different relationships of land and sea.
1: Yes. Yes. Desert and ocean, which was Baja and the boreal forest and ocean, which was in Maine and then more the jungle or the rainforest with the reef. And the reef is actually called the Mesoamerican reef or Maya reef and it's a thousand kilometers long and it's uh, supposed to be one of the biggest in the Atlantic area. So um, yeah, three different expressions.
0: Yeah yeah and i think that's the thing as we're speaking earlier it's about the relationship of those different areas of land with that particular area of the ocean that um that synthesis really of the two speaking together that creates something yeah. unique yeah i
1: think i think it's the land with the water but i also think there's elements just within the ocean that expresses differently, whether you're on the surface or you're deeper, whether, uh, what temperature it is, whether there's huge tides coming in. So I, I, yeah, I learned that there's a lot of, um, not ecosystems, but different uh, manifestations or expressions of ocean even within the ocean herself with the, you know, the very edge of her wave just at the very end of it, you know, that's, you know, different than, um, you know, when you go down and deep. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would call it for sure. I would absolutely call it different ecosystems. Yeah. Okay. It's like this, this, this being, this presence on this planet that we call ocean or that we call sea. It's like, she is this consciousness experiencing herself in these different ways, in these different places, in relationship with different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are different ones who move within her, different creatures, whether they're Mm -hmm. animal or whether they're plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Thanks for letting us know where you've been. And so I just wanted people to hear that so that they can hear these questions a little bit through that lens of perception of Mm. um, where you've visited, where you've Mm. actually, where your body body has been in relationship Mm. with the Mm. ocean.
1: I think I also ordered them. That I wanted to get deeper, so I didn't start with the reef where I had to scuba dive right away. I started with something that was more gentle, just in the intertidal zone, and then just getting you know further out where I could wade in the water, or swim in the water, or snorkel. And then the last one is I'm going as deep as I can, you know, with scuba diving. So there is a kind of immersion from the shallow to the deep even within where I chose.
0: Yes, yeah. It's almost what, as I'm listening to you, where that takes me is like you're tracing an evolutionary journey. (laughs) Right.
1: That's
0: what it feels like to me, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start as if I'm the ocean or the sea herself talking to you and asking you these things. Hmm. Tell me about sitting beside me, about walking beside me at the very edge of sand and sea, rock and sea, land and sea. And tell me what was different, whether you sat or whether you walked.
1: The first thing I feel when I sat or walked was that life began here and my body came from here from the molecules that are in there and the single-celled organisms and I felt I've been gone a long time Mm -hmm. and maybe I've been gone too long because I'm not sure I can find my way back to you and that it was so foreign, so um, essential. You're getting really to the essence of things, or the, or, you know, when when you were single celled And I felt I can I, I can hear. It's like a faint memory, but I can't I can't find you yet. Mm. And um, this is how it was for me um, in the beginning. And so, simple things, my tears, my sweat, my eye sitting in the fluid of my eyeball socket, like there were these like remnants where I knew I I had a sense of uh, ocean. But um, I, I was a little worried I had been gone too long as a human, as a body from this original place. I'm not sure I can find my way back so that that's how it was for me um in the beginning and and i would say the second is it felt not like another biome it felt like another world i am and that was like i mean can you do that can can i mean can you how do you embody another world i mean uh, do I have enough time? Do, do I have enough awareness? I mean, is this possible? So that um, those are the two things that uh, really struck me in the beginning, just sitting and watching or walking by her shore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have been gone a very long time from one another. Mm. And it's as if we've, um, Diverged in our pathways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We relate with sea as if we don't even know her now. Many times the way we fish her body and the way we pour wastes and plastics into her fluid form, mm-hmm. and the way mm-hmm. that fluid form is mother of us all, but also as you were speaking earlier is births, the weather systems. Mm-hmm. On this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I do feel we, those negative things you're saying happen in each biome mm-hmm. in some way, I guess what I'm feeling here, that's, that is huge. And maybe we could talk about that more near the end for sure, but it, it was almost like I'm too cold. I can't see here. I can't breathe here. I, I'm, you know, my me, my physical body in that or with that, it's not. Um, I, I've evolved not to be down there with just my regular body. Gravity is not there the same way. My senses don't work the same way. My, I can't regulate my heat. Mm. and I can't breathe so I you know I know it's still in my body I know but I um as this memory but uh as it manifests right now I have uh diverged yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah how does that make you feel emotionally
1: A, a longing yeah and and a uh what is that memory? I know I can't see it, but there's something tying me all the way back, yeah. and a, so a, a big, um, like a curiosity and a, a belief maybe in wh- that that invisible thing. So <laughs> there's a longing, and then there's also this um, this uh, deeply reflective feeling of what what is that thing? And where is it in me? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That almost starts a pilgrimage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I have another question from C. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you gazed at my moving blue body, How did you encounter that in your own body? How did you encounter my wave and tide breath in your own form? What caught your attention of me? What did you notice? The first thing, the next things. And what did you not notice then but wonder about now?
1: Okay, I'll start with the blue. Um, that was hugely pronounced. I, I was overwhelmed by how many shades of blue. I tried to come up with every word for the shade of blue, turquoise, cobalt, um, dark blue, light blue, powder blue, teal blue, you know, it is every shade. And it was like, why? Why is it that color right there? But over there, it's that color right next to it. Why at this time of the day does? So there were... and it felt electric and it filled me up. I always wanted to look at it. But then when you got close and I just lifted it in my hands, it was clear and the color's gone. So there was something mysterious about it that why is it blue way over there but when I try to touch it the color disappears Mm. so there's something sort of uh, mesmerizing about that quality of the blue
0: Mm. Mm. it's almost like when you when you reach for it in your hands who she is or that part of her disappears
1: exactly exactly yeah yeah Um, the waves were, um, obviously very powerful and, and they definitely had a, a sense of this calling, this beckoning you, beckoning you to the shore, come back, come back to the shore. Um, and it was a calling that was, um, kind of, I felt it as come back to when you were just a single cell, come back come back to when you were just these elements, come back. So it, 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 that's, how, um, that's how the waves felt when they were gentle and, or even crashing, beckoning you. And then it also felt like this thing I'm looking at is a living entity. It is not like the river, which I did that biome for a month and it is not like a lake, this thing, is bubbling boiling moving i it, it it was like erupting with its own you know sensibilities of and now i'm going to pull you this way and now you're going to go up and now you're so it had all these forces in it currents waves tides you know temper water temperature makes certain movement so it was alive mm-hmm. So it was beckoning the waves felt like that. And then it showed me like this, this thing is an alive being right here. Yeah. And inside it, it had a drowsy feeling. I kept getting this kind of sleepy, really relaxed (laughs) feeling um, often. And it was this deep relaxation into motion um, not having cares or certain kind of like superficial cares were like kind of blown away and, and, and it enlivened a sensuality, a sexuality and a sensuality. Mm. Um, I remember eating a papaya and it was, you know, after, you know, being in the water or by the water and it was the color was luscious in the, in the figure of the papaya. And I was like, why is this such an experience right now for me?
0: Mm. And,
1: um, I think that this lapping of the wave crashing of the waves, um, enlivened that, um, lulled me into that.
0: Mm. Mm. It's like the creative force. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A hypnotist, it kind of hypnotizes you. It doesn't trick you. It doesn't feel tricky, but it just hypnotizes you or, um, get you in touch with sort of a different way of registering reality.
0: Yes. Yeah. Ocean is more direct. It doesn't carry a lot of coyote energy in my experience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more direct and in my face and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't muck about. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm. Yeah. And I, I know what you mean by that drowsiness and that relaxing and the word that often arises for me is unraveling. I feel like all of my tissues unravel and Mm -hmm. all of my thoughts and they find their way, they unspin their way really to this stream of consciousness that is suspended and expanded. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, it lulls a lot of people. Like, you know, they come to the beach, they live there, some people, you know, but they all you know, I was standing on kind of a small little mountain looking down and noticing that she's, she's calling to everybody. Like there's a reason, not everyone maybe find it at, you know, the same level, but everyone is, there's a reason everyone's coming to that shore and everyone wants to look out at the ocean and wants to um, see the sunset and the sunrise there. I think it does touch many people
0: yeah, yeah. There's an Australian author called Tim Winton. He is a fabulous writer and he writes about it's such an Australian proclivity because we're so surrounded by sea that we, all we do is we just stare at the horizon. You know, we mm-hmm. just stare at this shining, scintillating light of yeah. sun, You know, our star on this body of water and the place where the atmos meets the water, yeah. this horizon. and mm-hmm. We cannot stop. We just cannot yep. stop.
1: Right. Yes. Everyone's focused there. They're not like in a group focused on their campfire or, you know, focused on over to the side. Like it's all, everyone is directed right to the ocean. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think it's something really um, ancient within us. Actually, I was speaking to somebody recently, Samantha Clark, a writer, and she was talking about a lot of the migrations that happened were not across large land masses. They're actually along coasts. Mm -hmm. Um, The man's name, but there's some researcher that's... uh, I think it's called The Hidden Shore. I'd have to look it up, but there's a, a book I'll put in the show notes um, mm-hmm. a, a, that writes to that. I don't know if I want to call it a theory, but mm-hmm. um, that thought line of, no, these great migrations did not happen across land. They were from land that found its way to coast and they followed coast lines as mm. if it's really following a song line of that relationship of land and sea. And, mm. But we don't lose sight of the sea because we come from the sea yes Yes. yeah wonderful Mm. i'm going to move on to another question Mm. Mm. tell me what it felt like to paddle a craft or to ride a craft it might be a surfboard across the liminal surface between my body and the moving formlessness of atmosphere? What shifted in your consciousness as you did that, as you got closer to that very interface between my fluid tidal body and the body of air? Mm. Um, uh,
1: For me, I think uh, the surfing was uh, one of the strongest um, experiences that speak to that. And uh, I've never surfed before. So it was my first experience. And when you get on that board, on a wave, there's a force that is not of ocean, but that shoots from her through you Mm -hmm. and probably beyond you outwards. And that force I, I don't know where it comes from it's not just in her but it, it moves through her um then and then it's transferred through to you as you ride the wave and that that was very powerful because i can't tell where that is or where that comes from and then there was nuance to it so it's not just a big poof, but there was nuance does this are you um you know is she curling around you? Is she crashing against you? Is she thrusting you up? Is she projecting you forward? Like thrusting, projecting, curling. They, there was nuance to the motion of this force and you and her. It wasn't just one experience. It had nuance to that. And that, um, Uh, you started to feel like there's depth here like there's depth to like this interaction with force and her and the water Mm. and then of course when you fall because you do and then you're totally at the mercy of whatever's going to happen and there was a um First of all, lights out go immediately like you don't see your eyes are closed. You're just you fall off and like lights are out. You're under the water and you're being tossed kind of in many directions at once. You're being pulled down, but your surfboard's pulling you another way. And there was a clarity for me of being completely out of control. Mm, There was something about that that felt great that felt enlivening. Like as soon as I was done, I'd pop up and be like, wow, that was, you know, there's something about giving up. That is an eerie resignation. You have to just resign yourself to it. Yeah. Um, that total disorientation. And, and so there was, that was what that, when the, when the water and the air and me met for the surfing, these were the, um, experiences. Force, the, the nuance of force, and then the complete out-of-control experience of, mm. uh, you know, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can relate with what you're speaking. Um, I'm very familiar with surfing, as you know, and um, <laughs> yeah, recently I was interviewing Dr. iski Britton, who is a, an ex-champion surfer, and she was saying really learning to surf is about learning to wipe out. Because <laughs> you're always you're always going to, you know, you're always going to fall off. You're always going to, at mm. some point, you're always going to wipe out. Mm. And she talks about surrender. And that's what yeah. I hear in your voice right yeah. now. It's like, yeah. yeah, and in terms of water and air, I'm aware that when I'm off my board and I'm being tumbled and you do not know which way is up, down, sideways, mm. is that the ocean, mm. is that the shore? I, yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. Right. It's the swirl of sand and water air and water in this incredible washing machine dynamic of <laughs> you know, you're just literally lost in space and suspended in time mm-hmm. and you cannot breathe and you know you might open your eyes I often actually do but you know sometimes that's not a great idea because you might get a bunch of sand in your eyes but nonetheless it doesn't really help you to open your eyes anyway because you can't really see a whole bunch except swirling sand and water bubbles and water but there's this sense of you you really have to uh ultimately unravel every part of you releases Mm -hmm. you have no choice Mm-hmm. but to do that because if you fight you're wasting your breath you literally you're wasting your mm-hmm. breath and that's precious energy and
1: i i wonder if that feeling like if you're saying other people you felt that and that other woman felt that i wonder if that is a, a bit of a longing to be that out of control or to surrender to something Maybe in the past for some people that was religion and maybe to other people's, it was um, a certain kind of, you know, culture, but maybe, maybe what we're all finding or relating to organically is that desire There, maybe there's this organic physical desire to totally, to feel that total surrender to something that maybe it's hard to find, you know, in a regular everyday life or you know yeah for sure there's
0: there's not a lot of other times where you feel quite that same level of surrender because we're such land well we are land based animals and we as you said very early on in this conversation I can't breathe in you my senses don't work the same way so when you are being tumbled around the, the primal desire <laughs> really is to breathe you know and and but you can't and and I don't know, there's such an, an edge here to your question that what you raise, because I hear what you're saying about the longing, and, and yet I also say, yeah, but what my body really wants to do in that moment is, is breathe. It mm-hmm. depends how long you're down for. right?
1: Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it depends yeah. how long you're down for. Um, but why is it so happy after? Why such elation? Why such, yeah. you know? that's what I mean I guess yes we do want to breathe and that's like all our bodies are saying that and you can't surrender that much or else you know you can't breathe but why why is it still a place where it's uh it's ecstatic
0: it's absolutely ecstatic when you're on that surfboard I I don't know about you but you just whoop for joy you can't not do it because here yeah. you are as you say this force is moving through your bones streaming through your connective tissue and all of your fluids and you mm. are just propelled by this this muscular wall of water behind you whoom, that moves yes. straight through you and yes you just this whoop of joy just comes out <laughs> you can't not do it <laughs>
1: yes yeah
0: there's something about that marriage between your body and the body of the ocean
1: exactly exactly and and like i was saying there's nuance to it that's Mm -hmm. one of the things it wasn't just get up boom like it wasn't like an amusement park ride that kind of feels the same all the time it had nuance to it how how your body and her and the forces are mixing yeah, it's,
0: it's truly a dance. It's truly each ride is this co-creation. And as you get more skilled, you learn to listen to what's the specific sentence that's being said right now. And that, that takes time and skill. But it's like, how can you dance with that? Which is, of course, what people do on, on surfboards. You know, they just flip and do all fancy things, which I can't do, but that's okay. And <laughs> but it's this act of co-creation because it's this nanosecond to nanosecond listening of your organism to the shifting forces underneath and through you
1: exactly 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 you're not under the water necessarily deep like scuba diving but the but the force it's as if you yeah it's as if you're totally connected yeah
0: yeah yeah. you you really literally do become one Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you can't do it if you don't
1: right yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah
0: it's it's the ultimate collaborative relationship i think (laughs) I think sailing gives me the same thing, you know, when I'm, mm. when I'm on the vessel, uh, when it's going well. And, and the, <laughs> the movement of the water, the movement of the wind, the way the sail catches that movement of the wind, the mm. way the vessel is so much a part of the movement of the water that comes up, I feel it come up into the wheel and my hands on the wheel and my body and the way my bones mm-hmm. ride the movement of the waves. It's like the water, the vessel, my body, one. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you sail, which is how you surf, which is mm-hmm. how you relate well with anything. You don't lose your in, individuation in a way because your presence is required. You, you can't zone out. Absolutely yeah absolutely absolutely. Attentive, attentive presence and co-creation in that nanosecond by nanosecond is absolutely required yes yes definitely. yeah yeah so i have i have a few other questions stephanie okay okay um hmm Perhaps we've even answered this next one, but I'll ask it anyway, because maybe something else arises. Tell me what it was like to immerse in my blue body. What was the first thing you noticed? What would you want more of? What shifted everywhere inside? Mm.
1: So the first time I... uh... Try to go swimming in the water away from the shore um we did talk about this but i there was a lot of fear and yeah. like i said it was fear because the senses don't work my my body can't stay warm um, i can't breathe gravity is different you're disoriented but i remember uh coming off the um paddleboard and pushing it away and just trying to go down Submerge my whole body in, in the water. And you, you open your eyes, you just see green reflect, reflected light, and it's refracted. You can't see the bottom yeah. and you can't see the side. You can't see behind you. And, um, I remember it was a very scary feeling, but there was a sense of depth that down there I'm being drawn down there. Yes. It's enticing me it's uninhabitable as I am right now. I know because I can't breathe or I'm going to get too cold, but there, but it, it was, um, I'm being drawn down into this darkness or into this, um, mystery. Hmm. And, um, and I started to feel, it's not that there's a fish down there. I want to see it's not, there's a reef down, there's nothing down there, but it's just this feeling of depth of going down into depth Mm -hmm. and that that start i felt like i was um it was forcing me to see or to face or to know something she's like forcing me to look into depth which i can't i can't see it but i'm being drawn into it and so the idea and the feeling of depth became i see now I, i i feel that there's something here i'm being drawn It's not to go to something that's at the depth. It's to experience depth. And so that is what happened to me um, when I was in Baja. And I just, you know, we we paddled out and just went into the water. It was compelling. It was so compelling. Mm. But I'm not seeing anything and I'm not going anywhere. But I know it's almost as if this like mystery or this depth is coming up. And trying to pull me down and i and i or i want to go down but i can't i'm not allowed yet <laughs> but yeah. i want to go
0: yeah i think it's consciousness mm. i think it's realms of consciousness that uh, are suspended in that spaceless space really
1: it's mm. yeah. a nice way to put it this is new because i've just been back for like less than four, uh, 24 hours so all these notes so it's interesting to I've just been like remembering and reviewing my notes so to hear your feedback on what it could be is interesting for me Mm -hmm.
0: that's how I experience it it's like it takes me to uh, that place where all things are one as in you know that that thing I am the beginning I am the end I am Mm -hmm. I am I am that I am that I am it takes me
1: there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is um this is how it ended for me in Baja, and then where I began when I was in the Yucatan Peninsula, which is I got certified to scuba dive yeah. and then entered the down. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Tell me about that. What was that like that?
1: In- that was the that was incredible it it felt like the first time i went from the surface down to 40 feet or 50 feet you're, you're the descent you have to very slowly you know it felt like um you were in this huge thickness of water and mm. it was um getting pressure yes. but it felt like a hug it wasn't like a bad pressure you feel like you're like being transported and the surface you see going away felt like, oh, words, they're up there. Um, anxiety, oh, that's up there. Gravity, oh, that's up there. I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you. And I'm coming down. like um, uh, it, it felt like this long exhale of trust. And I feel like you can't, for me at least, go from the surface, which I see as consciousness, down into this unconscious space without this long exhale of trust so you have to trust not just trust your gear that it's going to work but just trust in this new world that you are entering and saying goodbye to the old world which is up above you and this is this is then you know the entering of the depth it's down there it's quiet It's like very zen-like, it's slow, nothing is fast. Or if it's fast, it's just, you know, very smooth. Your breathing becomes like a pranayama, you know, big inhale, big exhale. And there's like silent communications going on and smooth movement and you fly. It feels like you are flying. And that feeling of space, being alive, in that your body can inhabit any place in this space. If you want to look at the reef, you can fly over You put your head down and your feet can go up. You can t- spin around. You, all of that. While up there, you can't do all of that. You walk by it, you can look over it, and you can walk around it. But down here, there's so much more possibilities of your body to inhabit and experience the reef and um it's inviting you it's available you don't have to just go right by it you know over here over there turn around go upside down all of that. look at me in this way and in that way it's the whole space is alive but it's inviting you inhabit me in all my many ways and um and I feel when I go back up in the terrestrial I call it the terrestrial world you forget that that this space between my cheek and my hand right now, I forget it's not as alive and as active as that when I am 40, 50 feet under, this is moving. There's, there. This That space is alive between me and the ceiling above me. It's alive when you're in the um, ocean, but mm-hmm. when you're here, you tend to forget. And so that I wanted to say was, then I did end up, Entering the depths. And it felt like, especially the first time, but actually every time after, it's a I'm leaving my con it feels like I'm leaving consciousness and entering into the unconscious. So yeah. that transition.
0: Yeah, yeah. When you talk about the space being alive, mm-hmm. it feels to me like uh you're talking about sentience. You're talking about what. Oh, I don't know the language that they use. I'm not, a, I'm not a quantum physicist, but, you know, the space that they speak of, spa- space is not just this vacuous, empty nothing thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's to me um, when I read a lot of quantum physics, which I've been doing the last several months, it, it seems to me as if what they are describing and what I'm hearing you describe right now is something that is present resonant vibratory uh sentience
1: everywhere yes i think it's i think it's in the terrestrial world like the physicists are telling you it is but i don't feel it as much Hmm. as when i was down under Hmm. then it was obvious yeah it's like it's distilled and
0: amplified because there's nothing else getting in the way it's just there it It is what is holding us, you. Right. Right. And just think about it. We live on a planet. My God, we live on a planet and two-thirds of it is that.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Could
0: we possibly be missing it?
1: Right, right. Yeah, that was a big, I mean, honestly, I probably was one of the people missing it. You know, like I, I knew this, the, the, the beaches and stuff, but when you go down and under, you're flying. You're literally flying through all of that area.
0: Through consciousness, through sentience, yes. through aliveness. Yes. yes.
1: I did want to mention one thing because you mentioned ancientness and uh, that resonated with me because when I was down there, I wrote notes about this and this experience where I was flying through the reef, and I was just oscillating the way uh, the soft coral were oscillating, and not moving my arms, not moving my hands, not trying to relate, just feeling the the kind of uh, rocking back and forth. And it started this swaying, the swaying back and forth with them. Um, it had this like melancholy or dirge feeling or a kind of moan and it felt like because these are very old coral is you know super old it's like from the beginning of life um it felt like an ancientness was sort of wafting off their branches and into the water it felt like is this like ancient text ancient scripture is it you know it's nothing no words it just felt like something very ancient is being disseminated and thrown invisible non-verbally you know into the water and it felt like um uh like a haunting kind of sublime feeling we're very silent you just hear your own breath (sighs) you know and it felt like um like i'm a part of life before I became something yes and um that that to me the reef was it was the first kind of somatic and kind of creative um experience that I had Mm. I usually try to improvise with but I'm like that's not what's happening here so I, I just it's this rocking this rocking back and forth with them with the same water with the same you know and that's that's how that felt but it's funny you said ancient before i yeah about this and that is uh yeah interesting
0: it's yeah when you know there's so much in parallel with that you know those pictures i make of the sand patterns and i call them codes of consciousness and Mm -hmm. transmission that That, that, that is what you're picking up in the water. It's like, yes, it is real. It is absolutely flipping real. It is this constant vibratory question, do you remember? Do you remember who you are? Do you? And uh, maybe we should put all the politicians under there for a little while and say
1: (laughs) You will be changed if you Please. go down there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, mm. That that is it. That is what I see in the sand. That is what I feel echoing through my body when I make those images on the sand. That is what I'm hearing you when you're there being wafted over by these, really, these transmissions, these echoes, these permeations right through you from the coral. Mm. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, it's interesting because um, uh, the process I had with this is you go in, you scuba dive, you're under there with these, ex- it's like all in, all immersed, and then you come up. And then I, I would go home and lay down and and try to remember. And it was interesting because you the unconscious world and the conscious world or the terrestrial world started to like both be happening at the same time when I'm in the regular terrestrial world. And it's, i lay down and I'd start remembering and, Oh my God, the waves of in my head would come back Mm -hmm. and I would start moving. And then my breathing would get very long. And so in my mind, when I'm remembering in my dreams at night, um, they, it started to like be dreaming about it or these waves would happen. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like, um, like they both would be occurring in the conscious world, like, like the unconscious part was being enlivened. The more time I spent under the water in my terrestrial walking life, it started to um, permeate, you know, in the, my sweat, in my um, tissue, like things that were, um, that sort of link me back to there were becoming... Alive, more in the terrestrial world, yeah, yeah. and um, the and and everything in the terrestrial world seems far away, and things in the water world seem close, and this whole thing like being in, when you're in the terrestrial world, you have I feel like I have to empathize. You know, there's something there's a tree I can empathize. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in the underworld, (laughs) or the unconscious world or the water world, I don't feel like I need to empathize there's no separation Mm -hmm. by which I have to then find you. Once you're down, it just is like, it's just like right there. So these differences, so my process was deep immersion, then come up, reflect, and sort of, it started like happening in the terrestrial world. Then you go back down, you have your experience because you can't write your notes under the water. You can't, you know, direct anything. You just have to be available for the experience. Mm -hmm. So this is how the oscillation went. And because it was oscillating, the unconscious became more present in the terrestrial Mm -hmm. world. And that's when, um, I start to notice more like these differences.
0: Yeah. More integration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know what you speak of when I walk in the sand fields, it's, it's, it is a, a land that is water and, and sand just together. Mm-hmm. And it feels like I'm walking the dream time. I'm walking this space where those two worlds are completely mixed Mm -hmm. completely mixed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and then and then the really interesting thing is then that mix gives you the capacity to see something through Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Yeah. what do you mean by see it through
0: see it's like you can see through uh, a line that you normally can't see it's like you need the mixing of the two worlds Mm -hmm. to uh penetrate a new realm, a whole Mm. other new realm. Mm. Yeah, that that that's to me that's dadiri, that's deep listening. That's Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's Mm. that's the dream time.
1: Yeah. I guess I felt more that right now it's just teaching me Mm. what's not happening in the terrestrial world, but probably is, but I'm Mm. not aware of it. And this is sort of, Mm. you know happening at the same time yeah we we did this um thing also when i was exploring the coral where you'd have these like tunnels not on top but like the two reefs would come close and there's a sand in the middle and you can go right up the middle so that the coral reef is very close to you on either side and um the made the amazing thing with this was that like you i found like because of the surge that's happening, you can't enter her. You have to become in sync and Mm. in rhythm and connected. And then you're allowed in because you can't, it's not like in here's my studio and now I'm going to walk into my studio space and then I'm going to do my dance or I'm going to meditate or whatever here. You're not allowed. You can't just go in because space and motion are so tied Mm -hmm. that only when you hook into that, her space or her motion that's happening, are you allowed in? Mm -hmm. And so that's, um, you know, that, that, that idea. I also saw that when I look at on top of the reef from the boat, generally, I'm sure if I was more, trained and had lived there longer i could see more subtlety but it generally looks the same mm-hmm. i can't tell that much difference and i'm like you know and she's under there and she's hidden why I, I just was like why is she hidden and i kept thinking and feeling that she you're not allowed to enter her just like this she doesn't allow it she's open she wants you to enter but you must change something about you must transform to enter her Not the desert. There's difficulties in each and challenges in each biome, but you're allowed in here. You're not. You must transform. You must something about you has to change. You in order to breathe down there and see down there to accept to trust. And so again, it was this thing of um, entering. You must change. You must somehow transform. She she gives, but she asks of you as well. Yeah. And you've just talked that- about holy
0: relationships, Jeff. You've just talked oh, about sex. You've just talked about <laughs> the divine masculine and the divine feminine. But, but I think you've also talked about the humility of humanity in relationship with something greater than itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it really is about, are you really listening? Are you really willing to hear? Are you really willing to meet that other in the way that the other is present?
1: Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's how, that's how it felt.
0: Yeah. 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 Anything else? I mean sea won't tolerate it the ocean won't tolerate it you can't
1: right
0: you just can't but humans tend to especially with other humans and then that's called rape mm-hmm. or sexual assault mm-hmm. or something but <laughs> it's not called it's not called relationship it's not called welcoming it's not called co-creation or co-arising or curiosity for god's sake you know right. or exploration or something mm-hmm. joyous Mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah, yeah. something new something truly new something generative right right one must
1: change one order. must
0: change indeed <laughs> one must transform but first one must listen to what is your language
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. who are you and
1: I feel like you're not changing to something different than you are it's already in you yeah yeah but you yeah. you know but yeah so yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you want to mm-hmm. enter something you have to shut up and listen and learn the language
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah there's more i could say but yeah go on
0: <laughs> no yeah do you want to say
1: the more i'm curious to hear them more. um well uh, i guess i wanted to talk a little bit about when i was under there Mm. the coral looks like, um, like architecture. Yeah, yeah. It looks like, but I, ca- I call it like living architecture or natural architecture or animal architecture. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and it, it, it's more than a sculpture, you know, it's more than just like a sculpture. It's because it's useful and you live in it and or the animals live in it as well as being proportioned. Yeah. And then, I would. There was one time I did a dive, and I was really feeling the larger reef, because the um, my guide took me where it was deeper, and uh, I could fly over it and see more. And then I felt like, oh, this is how she, this is how her larger structures are. I'm going through her hiding places and cracks, and I can see now how it extends to this larger body. Mm. So, you know, my experience of the reef, I did try to. Um, Or it just happened naturally. These different, you know, levels or manifestations, or you know, of the wreath.
0: Ah, right.
1: So, um, yeah. So her architecture, the artistry of her, and then also her larger body. How does she? Yeah, the different parts relating with each other. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So. And this kind of, I guess, led to, um, so I do, I want to dance down there. I want to, you know, I'm interested in like movement improvisation and art creative process. And the dancing was like, like very weird because you don't just stand and dance like with a tree or, you know, a walk and dance through the desert or you're flying. So you're flying through as you're dancing. You're like flying and dancing at the same time. And, um, and it was amazing because I felt that the elements of dance, which one of the basic ways of looking at it is that it deals with space, time, and energy. You have space, there's time, and there's energy. Energy is like your force or your, you know, the movement that you do. And it felt like down there, they... That's it. That's what's expressing, and that's what gets expressed. They cannot be separated. There aren't different kinds of space and different kinds of time, different kinds of energy. They're, they're the same thing. When you're moving with this oscillation, that is space expressing herself. When you, um, you know, arm arcs up that's time that's that's the flow that's the surge happening yes. that i felt that with the ocean like it's always bringing you back to the most essential thing the most basic mm-hmm. elements of mm-hmm. like reality or existence or even of art mm-hmm. and um that this this it's different when i'm in the rainforest it's all about like imagination and this unconscious creativity but that's not what it was about here. I wasn't seeing the same kinds of like images or, you know, when I'm in the grasslands, it was this empty space, one object, and it felt like a play that needed to be filled. This wasn't that. Again, it was the, it was the pure expression of space-time energy, these elements of dance expressing themselves and were undivis- indivisible. And this is the kind of dance that um, I said motion is more than just being. Motion expresses. It says it has an invisible yet potent significance. Motion is the space, time, and energy together.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is exactly that. (laughs) Space and time are the same, and motion is what happens within and through them. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and that's expressive i mean she space is expressing itself you're not expressing something in space space is expressing herself you're not expressing or using time to express something she is moving she is expressing yeah. so this this is um so in terms of art and dance this became like really meaningful in that it just went to the very basics of reality and not just being it's expressing this is where it becomes yes you know, yes art or yeah
0: oh. <laughs> i'm speechless <laughs> because i'm i'm with you in that experience i know what that is like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, y- y- you probably know this but maybe not um, before I w- was allowed to learn to dance when I was four, my mother said, like my dad was a self-lifesaver, as you know, my mum my would say to me, you have to learn to swim or you have to learn to be in the water before you learn to dance. And I thought she was a really hard taskmaster because she just did not mean you have to learn to stay afloat. She meant you have to get your 25-meter certificate, and I'm four. You know, it's just like, are you kidding me? And I was terrified of water. And um, But what she taught me was exactly what you're saying. If you really, really, really want to learn to dance, you must mm. learn it in water, in relationship with water. Otherwise, yeah. everything else is just icing on the cake without the cake.
1: Yeah. Yes. Or you're always trying to put it back together again.
0: Yeah, you are. That's right. It's contrived. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there's, there's not, it's not the heart of the matter. Like what Mum really taught me, I used to think for a long time, it was, you know, she, she taught me unconsciously, and I didn't certainly think of them as a linear conscious thing, but she taught me developmental movement patterns. You cannot move. You cannot really dance if you don't have breath in place, if you don't have relationality with space, if you do not have navel radiation, if you do not have pre-spinal, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. All right. I know about all these things now, but, but what did the water really teach me? It taught me how to be. It taught me how to be movement. It taught me how to be space. It taught me how to be so interwoven with the relationship of time and space that all of the uh, liminality or edges dissolved. Yeah. The yeah,
1: I could, I can totally see that now I see because when you're in the more terrestrial, you're trying to put those back together again, mm. or, you know, you're so, so head focused or axially focused because you know, you're on, you know, two feet. But when you're under there, you're every everything's free to move everything, all the limbs are free to move and you're always moving with the water, because it is expressing so I can see. Um, yeah, I can see where that that teaches you the essence of moving, dancing, and expressing. And um, uh, yeah, that is that would be the best place to start yeah, <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah, she was just doing a job. She just thought, okay, we live right by the ocean. You're four years old. I'm going to be a good Australian mum and make sure you know how to stay alive. But <laughs> no, she's doing something way mm-hmm. Wales. way mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful.
0: So, this last question sort of segues with that. Mm -hmm. And it says, Talk to me of the other ones who live within me, of your encounters with them. And tell me, what do you think that was really about?
1: yeah this is a great question um, I think there were four beings there that stick out to me the most um the first were the mollusks mm-hmm. and for me, this was my first i've been gone too long. my first feeling of maybe I know i maybe I remember something, and it was the mollusks and i and I feel with them it was about um It's not about your five senses. It's about your sense of movement, pressure, light and dark, temperature changes, um, salinity changes, is something near or far, those senses, not your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, those senses, these more basic ones. So there I would just lay at night and I would just, just try to feel, can I feel movement even though I'm still? Do I feel temperature change? Where do I feel any tickling or texture changes and just get really into that way of being? And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I I think I have a bit of an inkling now of what that mollusk um, means. And so to me, that that was the first door to wait. I I think I, I, I feel something now that I remember with the mollusks. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's one. Tell me about the other. Yes.
1: Well, I guess one thing I'd say with that is that I I think it brings me to the edge of awareness because I don't think I knew exactly the temperature change, but it brings you to that edge of knowing, of almost knowing, of intending to know, but Uh you don't. Uh-huh. And that's, that's why it's not like, oh, now I can feel the temperature changes. When I think back, I'm like, I'm not sure I actually did, but I got inklings of it, but it brings you to the edge of that very deep um, awareness. Mm-hmm. So it's bringing me more and more to something I'm unfamiliar with more and more something that's less um, clear, but I'm intending and I'm going to the edge of my awareness. I think that's how I would describe that. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's like, I just want to pause it. It's like acknowledging that something else exists apart from what, you know? Yes. Mm.
1: And I'm going to look at it. Yes. Even though I'm looking right in the dark, but there's something that I'm sensing. Yes. It's on the edge of my ability to recognize it.
0: Yes. Prerequisite (laughs) for anyone who wants to govern. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. okay that was my first one my second experience was with um the stingrays eagle rays and mm-hmm. southern stingrays and rays the first my time eagle, i like kin oh my yeah kin. Yes. <laughs> yes and um for me this one the first time i saw it, it was just way in the distance just almost like a ghost of a bird and then gone then there were other ones where i looked up and just there it was. And the eagle ray just flew really slowly by. And, um, and I feel I saw him a couple more times that it, you, you can't see the face. There's no arms or legs. It's just this like being that's like you can't even, you know, I don't know which way is what up or down with it. So it feels like part animal, but also part flow. Okay. Yeah. Flying through the air, majestically, yeah. gracefully. Right. But um, and it has, it doesn't have enough features for me. I can't identify even the eyes. I didn't know exactly where they were or the mouth. So mm-hmm. it's sort of featureless, but because of that, I could feel it more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I wasn't getting into, Oh, there's the eyes and the fins and you know, it's swimming towards me like a fish. So, but the thing is with this, the stingrays is, it, it it knows you're there, and then it just go the other way, just very slowly make it. And this kept happening, and I felt like, you know, what is this about? It felt like it was about pureness and this pure um, awareness. But it it was an awareness of the moment where you recognized you're there, and they recognize you're there mm-hmm. and that's it it's just the pure recognition of the other not not um it's before you know what you're being aware of it's before you know who you're being aware of it's before it's that moment before that where you're just we i know she's there and she knows i'm there that's it yeah. it's this basic level of awareness and i think when you know what you're aware of it changes when you know who you're aware of, it changes. When you identify too much of the face and the arms, it changes. It's because she's so featureless and flowy that um, it it highlighted that for me, and that and so that it was just. I know that moment now when I when you become aware of another, and the other becomes aware of you, and you know that. And that—that's how that experience. Works. Yeah,
0: it's like it leaves a lot of space devoid of story,
1: right? Exactly,
0: devoid exactly. of definition. So then you have the opportunity to encounter something real,
1: right? That's that's exactly how I would say it. And it's of an other; it's not yourself. You're not alone, and yeah. they see you, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the, right. So the that's number right. of times I walk, as, as you know, I have to thread my way through the stingrays through the lagoon. Yes. I can sense before I enter a lagoon, ah, there's this one in here and I don't know where it is. I have to uh-huh. watch, you know, and they're exactly the same colour as the sand mud and I don't mm-hmm. until I'm really close. Mm-hmm. I know that it's sensing me. Of course it is. It can feel the vibration of my movement through the water naturally. Um, but there are these moments where we've apprehended each other. We've just looked. At each other and I get this felt palpable sense as the stingray moves off is whether there's a permission of you can follow me or no no I'm it, it's it's this uh speciesless awareness uh apprehension and communion with other yeah I don't even think I'm right to anymore. yeah Okay
1: yeah. <laughs> that's right because <laughs> it kind of just stops right there after yeah. you have the awareness is that's all it's about and that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a privilege it's an absolute
1: privilege yeah to be in the presence of that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It took more than one citing and experience for that to build. Cause I remember writing people, I was like, I don't know, I'm getting this feeling with it, but I don't know what it is yet, you know. So it was I had to have more experience with mm. that. Mm. You know, it built. Um, yeah. The other one I want to talk about was the coral. These are animals, these are not plants, these are animals. Mm. And um And I did, you know, try to move a bit with it or, you know, things that I had known in the past. And I'm like, this is, this is not what's happening. This is not how I'm relating. And what started happening as I'm flying through the reef is it was an aliving of my tissues, my skin. It felt like my skin was interacting or kind of coming off and, 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 sort of passing back and forth on this level. Like my mind knew these are coral and I'm flying around under the water, but uh, be under that under the mind was this, I am. Why does it feel like my skin, all the dip, or the pores of my skin are, um, are, or is it dissolving and, or it's being listened to. Something about that was happening with tissue, skin, and organs as I'm flying by. And I haven't felt that yet in any other bio. And, you know, the colony, it's a colony. There's these little polyps that work together as this basic, very ancient, oh, you know, old kind of organism. And that, and then I start feeling that as skin and tissue in myself. And that there was sort of a discussion or a listen to that my mind was like I don't know what they're talking about or I don't know how they're how they're doing what they're doing but I'm just going to let it happen. Yes. So that that's how I felt cuz I'm you know I'm 45 minutes once or twice a day flying through coral, you know, and that's what started to open up for mm. me. Mm.
0: People meditate for decades to get to that point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well nature is a, is a definite um that's why you need to connect to nature that's why it's so essential it's like you know like exactly because of that like we're born of it we're made of it all parts of us from little molecules all the way up to you know complex beings and you know you, you need it you need to be immersed in the nature i just think you know then it's not gonna you know everyone can have these experiences and their own too you
0: know? yeah I, I i don't meditate formally anymore i haven't done that for maybe a decade because mm-hmm. because it feels too artificial to me it feels too separate that there are levels at which it has always felt a bit that way um mm-hmm. it's this communion mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah which maybe feels I- like a, note to start winding our way home on (laughs) exactly
1: what were you going to say steph well you said communion and i feel i just that sort of was gonna sort of in related to the last animal yeah experience or being (laughs) another animal (laughs) (laughs) this one were the fish where Mm. i had this amazing experience where they the whole school was circling and circling and circling around me and the ecstasy or exaltation of that feeling and you know I would move and kind of join them and it was interesting because I would look at one fish and I didn't feel any connection like I'd follow it as it but when I got the whole school in the circling and circling and it was interesting because this felt like what is it about circling I know this They know this and we're both hooked now in this circling and circling group flow. And it felt like, what is it that we both know? What is it about this pure circling round and round that they know and I know and we can enter that? Not when I look at it as an individual body then or it's I going by, you know, I can watch it. It didn't, you know, it broke. Like that wasn't where the connection was. So I just went back to the circling and I was like, there's something here, something that's, it's not like the stingray where it was an awareness of each other. It was, we've entered this circling flow and this pure, you know, it's maybe circling is like this most essential motion. They feel it and I feel it and we can meet there. I know that, I remember that. And you obviously remember that. Yes. This is part of. I've haven't. I've been gone so long. Like these are four examples of. I've been gone so long. Maybe I've been gone too long. Can I really remember? To now, I'm beginning to remember when I'm scuba underneath and having these experiences. The yeah. mollusks of. You know what are this other way of knowing or the circling and circling of the fish or just. I'm aware of another and the other is aware of me and that, you know, or the coral, like, what is this about my body, these tissues? And we're, we're kind of going back and forth and my mind can't like register it, but my body is registering it. And so, you know, and, and then also the ancientness that wasn't circling. That was that rocking back and forth, this like lazy, passive, rocking, rocking, circling, you know, (laughs) these, you know, pure awareness that has nothing to do with your head and five senses, Mm, mm. you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The rocking I relate with, I I walk and I just get to this place where I just, and I don't mean physical place, I just mean this, you know, space, and and off off come the clothes and in I get, (laughs) and I just have to do exactly that. I just have to be immersed and just Rocking and mm-hmm. be moved by the water. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. release my whole organism down and be moved by the water. And sometimes what's underneath me is seagrass, sometimes what's underneath me is mud. Sometimes what's underneath me is just, I don't know, a bit more water, yeah. really. And I'm just, yeah. and I'm just rocked. And yeah. and that, and yeah. it's like, oh, I'm home, I'm yeah. home.
1: Mm. And the circling, I mean, there's whirling dervishes that do circling. I mean, galaxy, when my
0: mind went as I'm hearing, Uh, it's like, ah, that's a galaxy forming.
1: Yes, I didn't think of that. Correct. Yes, that's a basic, essential, flowing force of nature. Exactly. And I can connect to the fish when we both partake of that.
0: Yes, exactly. That's like the genesis of all. Motion coming into coalescence to create form. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Consciousness moving together to incarnate something.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's funny because it's not the fish, it's that we're both partaking of that Mm -hmm. in this particular instance.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like so consciousness what? has its own volition of experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's completely devoid of ego, you know, the eye of the fish or the singular fish. It's not about right. that. It's about the whole grander movement of consciousness. Mm. The whole experience this- of movement. That's, that's it. Movement. Time. Time. <laughs>
1: i <laughs> know exactly exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. now that i say all of this because i have you know you asked to talk about this stuff so close to just feeling it mm-hmm. that i was you know it's hard you mm-hmm. know to just because i need time to reflect and yeah. now because we've reflected for an hour on this i'm starting to see so now maybe that's what i'm remembering I'm remembering when I was more single cell or multi you know like tissue. I'm remembering this galaxy this spinning. I'm remembering this oscillating. I'm remembering just when I became aware of another. I'm remembering what you know what it feels like not to worry about the head kind of senses and there's other senses underneath. You know. You know that that you know that's I'm not saying that's definitively what happened, but that um, and even dance, I'm remembering the more, the essential of dance, which is that you can't dance without space, time, energy. And down here, it's all the same. And that's what's (laughs) expressing, not you in that, that is what is expressing. Mm
0: -hmm. So, uh,
1: you know, this very essential, basic, um, I don't know, way of being that most of the earth actually, if we spent time down there, would actually be doing this, you know. Hmm. So, but maybe, yeah, maybe that's what I, I did come to remember. And I felt like at the end of my notes, I was saying, I'm breathing blue. I breathe blue. I breathe blue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think of that image that the astronauts made yeah mm. oh thank you Stephanie that was uh, an amazing conversation and exploration together um, mm. and as you know we'll be speaking in another podcast episode later about other things oh, is, um, is there any one last thing that you would like to communicate from the ocean to anyone who's listening to this
1: um i guess i would say come explore me come be in me Mm. come find a way come remember come remember remember.
0: yeah yeah oh and so where do people find out more about your work i know that you don't um have a social media presence and i don't think you have a website yet
1: yeah nothing yet um maybe we can leave uh links i can give some links to the um videos um there's a a blog i wrote as a guest um for somebody else's website if you leave your name and your email i'd love to do personal email exchanges back and forth to discuss you know to share yeah yeah
0: we'll we'll chat about that and sort that out we will but in the meantime if anyone's listening and they want to find out more about you if they just go to where this is housed on saltwater songlines then there'll be all those links and directions to to you in the meantime
1: Yeah.
0: okay thank Uh,
1: you norell it's been a pleasure because this is your biome this was your biome one of the major biomes of choice you've been in other ones so but someone who's dug so deeply into that it's helpful and um, very enlivening to discuss with somebody else
0: uh, you're
1: welcome my absolute pleasure